Yo, 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 welcome to Sip and Say It Podcast. Welcome back. This your host, Greg C. I feel like this is extremely, extremely, extremely important that I bring up this topic. So tune in with me right now as we get real humble, open, and transparent, and we just, you know, get it going. Check me out. I got with me my my dear friend, my seasonal friend. <laughs> I got with me my best friend, Kalia, a.k.a. Lili. How you feeling today? Hey, Greg. What's going on? It's going good. Cannot complain. Um, I know it's been a minute since, you know, we connected, but I felt it was a need to, you know, check in on you. You know, I know you recently just got over the vid. Um, how, how, how was that for you, having a vid? Did you have, like, any symptoms? Was it crazy? Like, can you, can you like, break it down for us? How, how was your journey <laughs> with having the vid? Put, put, put my business out there, but <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was terrible, honestly. It wasn't too bad, you know, because I'm, I'm young, spring chicken, so it, it didn't hurt too bad, but no, um... The worst thing about it was just losing the taste, losing the smell. Mm. You know, it kind of just made life dull, feel dead inside. You know, dead. But other than that, <laughs> dead, dead, uh, dead. That's tough. I don't know. I don't know if I could deal without you know having my taste and smell. That's kind of kind of yeah, brutal. It's, it's kind of like everything right there. Man. You know? So, so you... it, it was tough. It was a tough two weeks. So was you like isolated? Did you like follow the? The CDC rules, you quarantine yourself, or you were still out here kicking it? No, I've been quarantined this whole quarantine. You know, you know me. <laughs> I stay in my room. Oh, man. Oh. You was really sheltering in place, huh? It wasn't nothing out of the usual. I just stayed in my room watching TV, you know. Okay. At least you was following the rules. I mean, appreciate you staying away as I... As I tell anybody who got the vid, you marked, you know, you you can't be around me for at least a year. So keep that wow. all over there. <laughs> nah, well, I guess you uh, gotta worry about no more uh, invitations either. Yeah, I ain't gonna yeah, even. Yeah. You ain't gotta worry about me trying to <laughs> trying to invite you over to kick it or nothing like that. You know, with me and the wife. But uh, no, I know I know that was like it was serious though. So like, did, did you feel alone at that time? Did you feel like that you was all by yourself? Like, how did you deal with? just coping with just having to having to be shelter in place how was that for you i mean it was a little tough uh maybe a weekend the first week i was good uh like i told you it, it wasn't nothing out of the normal but the second week just being restricted not being able to go out at all was a little tough but um for the most part like i said because i i'm used to being alone and being in it wasn't too bad for me that's that's good to hear man because i know some people was dealing with it rough you know having to stay in and not being able to socialize uh in person you know not everybody can deal with zoom calls or just you know facetimes and stuff like that so i uh commend you for going through that and i say it's a blessing that you made it through because you you over the vid now right like you clear you on the clear you got the uh okay absolutely absolutely <laughs> that's good to hear but no, but I got some trust issues, though. That's all. Oh, uh, yeah, so I definitely. I with the trust issues. I feel you on that. Yeah. Anybody sneeze or coughing, I say quarantine yourself for <laughs> 20 days. Like, for real. Man. Like, yeah. I ain't trying to hear none of that. I'm gone. That's, that's, that's cool. That's understandable. On a positive note, um, I know you just graduated. 
and I want to say congratulations on that. Um, that was a tough, you know, I know that was tough, you know, during the whole COVID thing, you know, with everything going to virtual, like, was, was it any different? Like, was it, how was that journey just honestly being able to not have a big ceremony, you know, not being able to walk across the stage and, you know, receive that, that degree and stuff like that, did that touch you in any way? Or you just felt like as long as I graduate, you know, graduated, you know, made it to the other side, like you accomplished it. Like how did that go for you with you not being able to basically have the normal graduation or ceremony that you wanted? Did you care about that or it really didn't matter to you? I mean, uh, I feel like I'm not, I'm in a minority when I say this here, but I feel like COVID saved me. You feel me? Like I was already failing one of my core classes. So mm. moving, moving home and making, like having everything go virtual kind of saved my degree. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. It, in that aspect, I wasn't affected. I didn't really like going to class anyway because it's already cold early in the year. Just you know, making that trip. I lived on campus. It wasn't like a fifteen minute, yeah. fifteen minute walk, but you know, it was still cold out. But not having to go take that that trip mm-hmm. is good. I don't know. Uh, it would have been nice to walk across the stage, but I wasn't tripped about that either. Saved a lot of money on you know graduation, uh, with outings. Yeah. Like the outfits, you know, you gotta have outfits for everything, every picture. <laughs> Women, <laughs> so, yep. I hear you. Man, yeah, like shoes, you know, outfits, accessories. Like I saved a lot of money on it, but you know, it, I'll I'll celebrate eventually when all this is over, if all of it is over. Nah, it's gonna um, be, it's gonna come to an end. We're gonna speak that to existence, you know. It's gonna, it's gonna come to an end. Yeah, it's old, man. But you know, uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm wasn't too too much affected by it. All good stuff. That's good to hear, Dan. I mean, like I said, you got that degree, you got what you you worked hard for. So I think that's the best way to kind of look at it. And as I said, that's 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 good because I know some people may have been struggling with, you know, having to go virtual, having to not being able to hey raise your hand and ask professor because Zoom to me is actually. It's very irritating only because, you know, you can raise your hand and you can speak and it might not be as personal. And I mean by that is like talking to somebody on a screen, feel like you're in prison, feel like you behind bars, like you got to get their attention a certain type of way. You know, it's kind of like you, you got you can't speak on some things and get a clear understanding. That just may be me, though, because it's like I got to have a person to person, face to face type of teaching i can't have that teaching me how to do something over a screen you know like taking directions because i'm gonna be like hey i don't get this can you break it down to me and maybe you gotta do a hands-on you know a couple examples for me to actually get it so that's a big deal so i mean it's good that you graduated you know you got your um you moved out got your crib you know you you're doing it big now so uh what's next with what's next with you like are you moving into the relationship phase like what, what's your current relationship status are you single you're mingling you in a situationship or you just focusing on yourself ah the big question um no if my mom is listening to this there will be no grandbabies anytime soon oh. uh, 
single. Oh, y'all hear that? I'm She's not... single. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, nah, I ain't looking for nobody. I want nobody uh, dirty, dusty, crusty sun all over my face. Oh, but... man. And everybody not dirty and crusty, man. Got it. I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But uh, no, I'm really just focusing on myself right now. Uh, just trying to make sure I'm secure over here in my my singleness. So. Okay. Okay. That's that's well respected. Which is it's a great way to lead into the the most important topic of this episode. Is it's a powerful question to me, and only because I had to think about it myself and. That question is, which do you prefer, distance or disturbance? And before you answer that, you know, think about it. Just something to really take note of is um, when I say disturbance, I'm not talking about like disturbing far as like somebody who like say you meditating and somebody like nudging you and bugging you. I'm talking about disturbance in a positive way. And I'm, that's saying like somebody who likes to cuddle, somebody who likes to have conversation, you know, non-conflicted type of bonding, you know, somebody that just want to disturb your space, but not your peace, you know, somebody that really want to kind of just be around you because me, I, I like to be around my wife. I like to be able to bond with my wife. I like to be able to, um, give her a kiss and hug her when I want to, you know, not necessarily. And I know that's not, that's, that's in a perfect world. You will have to, you will be able to do that you know, you see in movies where you just walk up, you see a guy walk up behind a girl and just kiss her, walk up behind and just hug her or something, you know. In real life, that's not going to work. It's going to be some days maybe she had a bad day and she don't want to necessarily be touched or something like that. So I think it's important to kind of figure out what do you, which do you prefer, um, disturbance or that distance. And as far as distance, it's kind of like somebody that's kind of more, you know, they're not as clingy. They're not as um, close to you, you know, and I think it's hard with everything that's going on because you could be distant and at the same time think in your mind that, you know, y'all a lot close, you know, but you're not able to really escape because you shelter in place. You know, with me, I used to go to the gym. I used to um, go out, go out with the guys or something, you know, but with everything that's going on, it's kind of hard for me to even, you know, try to create that distance. So I kind of just, you know, shelter myself into the room, you know, because she's currently working from home. So it's hard for us to kind of get that distance. But my uh, question to you, uh, Kalia, is which do you prefer? And deep down, honestly, do you prefer that disturbance, you know, or do you prefer that distance? I mean, I feel like every... Well, for me personally, ideally, I would like the disturbance. Um, I would like somebody to be there. I would like someone to, you know, hold me, you know, cuddle me, talk to me, regardless of the situation. Because even though I do like being alone, um, you know, I like people being there and talk to talk to and stuff like that. Um, but I feel like. At, with me being single for me being single for so long you know I'm used to being alone I'm used to having that distance um, how long have you been single? that's a tough question officially <laughs> <laughs> officially <laughs> I, I know you've been kind of on and off I don't know you had I, some I type of <laughs> how would you like when is the last time you officially been single like how long have you officially been single as far as like 
not, I mean, I ain't saying like talking to somebody. I mean, like in an official relationship where y'all both was like on the same page, y'all both was like, okay, this my bae, this my boo, you know, not necessarily introducing them to friends and stuff like that. But I mean, been exclusive. When, how long has that been since you've been exclusive with somebody? Well, you know, my, you know, situationship from, um, <laughs> man, that, that last one, you know, it wasn't that really official, official, but, you know, we was kind of exclusive, but, it, you know, it's been a while. We, we just leave it at that. It's been a while. Okay, so so let's at, at least at least you know I say this whole year I've been single. At okay, least, so. so you were single in your mind, but maybe <laughs> physically y'all was apart, but <laughs> mentally and emotionally you was still feeling that person. So I guess this this I feel like this will help a lot of women out there though, because it's like at what point did you feel that you were really single? And I mean, like at what point did you? see that it was time to really let go you know because i think sometimes we may hold on to some people because we afraid of that distance or we may hold on to some people because we don't necessarily want to be alone or we feel like we had that need to be with somebody so first question is at what point did you feel like it was time for you to let go um well i realized it was time to let go you know a year or two in Oh. But, um, yeah, like I told you, you, you know how that goes. I, I, I know your um, story. I know your story. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I would say a good four years dealing with this person. Um, a year in, it was, it was definitely toxic, definitely needed to have been left alone. Mm-hmm. But this year, I say I was really single because my mind was single. So, okay. okay. Not only was there that physical distance it was you know a mental separation as well so okay. that's that's good that's good because it's important to first learn to love yourself you know i don't feel like honestly i would say you can't love somebody else until you learn to love yourself and loving yourself sometimes it takes for you to let go that person who you may be in love with but you no longer have love for because you could be in love with somebody and you're too afraid to hurt them or you're too afraid to feel like you're going to be alone so you take yourself through the journey of telling yourself uh maybe it's going to get better you know and not all the times it's going to not some situations it may get better but i think in a lot of situations it don't and i think uh women and men i'm not going to be sexist and say just women because some men may be going through that same thing i once went through that same thing where you didn't want to necessarily let go a person because the fear so um okay that make that make a lot of sense now because you know, me knowing you, I know how you are. Uh, you know, we anybody that know you know you like a tomboy, but you you like a loving tomboy. You know, you kind of like you could punch and and, and and push a person away, but at the same time, you want them to go too far. So uh, that that makes a whole lot of sense. So in that aspect, do you feel like that? Um, do you believe that distance make your heart grow fonder? Do you think that? you spending this time alone and being distant from that person made you feel like you need them more or did it make you feel like I'm so glad I decided to let them go and this gave me more clarity of why I don't need them oh man <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a lot I just really, really want to dig deep into this though <laughs> yeah no problem um, so I believe for me personally I have to be there present I have to talk to that person consistently for me to keep that you know that burning urge that 
that relationship um <clears throat> so that distance um because you know the the shutdown COVID everything everything kind of was a shutdown so you have that that alone time to really think through things so like you don't for me I wasn't really either forced to go in a situation where I would have to see that person and you know be like okay well I gotta keep a relationship going because I have to see this person in public you know like that wasn't the case at all so I could really deal with myself deal with the root issues deal with my emotions and kind of like think through it logically emotions set aside and just say hey you know we gotta do some deep work mm-hmm. this is not good for you you know last three years is showing you it's not good for you so you just need to really get it together now so I would say again like ideally I would want that disturbance you know I would want that person to be there consistently I would want to talk um, I'm that person who likes to have deep conversations you know mm-hmm. and that's just how I get to know people I don't really like a whole bunch of people I have like a few friends mm-hmm. that I don't talk to co- consistently because <laughs> <laughs> that seasonal you got some we got that seasonal friendship with a lot of people huh <laughs> Nice to know I ain't alone. But when, but when you talk to me, though, is it not like a really deep, really meaningful conversation, you know? Yeah, I can admit that. All right. I I can see that. All right, yeah. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah, like, I can (laughs) see that because it's like, even if we don't talk for a long period of time, you know, we can always pick up where we left off like hey you know I, I i you know i tease and joke with you like dang man you know you've been distant because it'll be sometimes it'll been months and you know your biggest your biggest thing would be like yeah i'm doing finals and this and that i'm like man you take the most finals i ever known <laughs> what you going to school man, for look, to be a, a nurse college, or a doctor college, man, it was test after test after test and then it was finals so it was no breaks right. no right. breaks at all it's cool. And you guys, and when you taking five classes, like I was, I was going full time for five years. Yeah. Okay, because I, I couldn't make up my mind. I changed my major a couple times. Mm-hmm. That's neither here nor there. But I was taking five classes every semester, and oh, those no. classes were very, very hard. So. Yeah, you was working. You was working, so I, I definitely was like, you know, I'm gonna let you get your grind on. So now you graduated. Yeah, you know, like sleep too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, you like a a, a bear hibernating, you know. <laughs> but no, I, I I respect that. I'm I, I know I tease and joke with you on it, but I definitely respect that you had that grind, you had that ambition, and um, I think because you had that ambition, it just pushed you further, and it kind of distracted you from actually wanting to be in a relationship. Because I think you got to find something to distract you from something that's uh, potentially hurting you, and I think. Me knowing your story, you know, it doesn't have to be uh, told to anybody, but me knowing what you've been through, knowing how long you've been with that person, um, I think you coming out of that was healthy. And I have seen you grown and I've seen you, you know, become a better you, a better version of you. And sometimes that let go is needed. So um, let me ask, have you ever taken the the five love language test? Like, have you ever taken that test or I know I'm sure you heard of it but have you ever taken it yourself yeah I I did you know but it was a while ago um so I'm not really sure which of the five I know there was a couple it was like two that I really fall under um definitely like uh I think touch is one of them Mm -hmm, physical touch yeah physical touch and um, verbal affirmations I think was one okay okay yeah that's 
that's a that's a test that I think uh, me and my wife have taken and it helped us figure out, you know, how we are as a person, because, you know, to find that equal, you know, you don't want to be with somebody who's, you know, not equal to you. And that doesn't mean you have everything in common. That just means that y'all are not on the same page um, in a future aspect. You know, you got to have goals and um, to list those five love languages for anybody who hasn't taken that test, which I highly encourage you to. Um, you got the words for affirmation, you got gifts and words for affirmation. Just, I think I'm big on that, you know, just hearing you're doing a good job hearing, uh, you know, just ask about how my day is, you know, just words of encouragement. I need that only because I feel like I'm, I'm so hard on myself and I'm sure other people can agree. You know, you just need somebody to kind of soften what you feel like you are being pushed hard in and, um, gifts, uh, just giving, you know, a person who always got to receive. And it's not like um, a gold digger or anything. This is just somebody who feel like they need to always receive gifts uh, in order to feel love. Like if you don't take them on a date or if you don't cater to them, they feel like you don't love them. Um, acts of service is just, you know, same kind of like following line with the dating. Somebody who always have to um, do something for them in order for them to feel love. Uh, quality time. I'm also... Um, I fall into that. That's just wanting to have that one-on-one time, having date night, having just time to alone to be with you and your spouse. Um, and I only speak on this because, I mean, you don't necessarily have to be married to take it. You, you, it's best to take it before you get married, before you get into a relationship so you can know who is good for you and what type of people you want to be around. You want how many people, the type of people you want to occupy your time, you know, because you don't want somebody that, that like to be solo, somebody who not not all about you know speaking from the heart giving you words affirmation somebody who's not a gift giver or a giving person at all and then physical touch um i want to say i fell into that too because it's more like intimacy and it's not just sexual aspect it's just being physically touched um in a mental way you know just it could be physical touch mental touch emotional touch because physical touch is just you know you had a long day. Maybe you just need a hug. You just need somebody to just tell you it's going to be okay. You know, stuff like that. It ain't got to be too sentimental. But um, like I say, I encourage everybody to take the test if you haven't. Um, this was helpful to my marriage uh, in many ways. It actually helped you learn to communi- communicate. So uh, just to jump off that, you know, um, as we all see, you know, during this pandemic, the domestic cases went up drastically. And as I said, that's because, you know, we can't escape our spouse. We can't escape that person. You know, I was reading on Facebook where, uh, I don't know if you, you heard about this, Kalia, but it was a, a, a lady who, she met a guy on Tinder and I guess they were talking and they always made it intimate. And then at the moment they couldn't be intimate because, you know, I think she was COVID or something. He was just like, I don't care about COVID. I still want to be intimate with you. Um, it turned violent. And he was became a stalker. He became really pushy, and she really seen like, man, this this guy's is is not not healthy for me. I want to get away from him, but she couldn't get away because she had to stay shelter in place. So I think that was weird. You know, it's like you can't even leave your home because you got somebody that's you know after you or they 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 stalking you. But you know, now at this point, where say you in a bad marriage or something, when they living together. I mean, they were shacking up together. If that's what you said. <laughs> yeah, they were shacking up together, but it was just 
it was a bad situation all in all because they she couldn't escape, you know. And I think when you're not able to escape from harm or you can't escape from, you know, just a bad relationship in general, that be that could become dangerous. And to me, I just feel like, man, that's that's part of the reason why, you know, domestic cases are going up because say you got a husband and wife or a boyfriend girlfriend that didn't like each other and they use work to escape or they use the gym to escape they use uh going to kick it with friends to escape you can't do that no more you know now you kind of you can you know but you shouldn't you know but if you following the guidelines of the cdc you shouldn't be still going out still kicking it you know you know not with people more than groups of 10 at the moment you know but i think that's that's a big deal right now so um think it's a good thing that you you know you shelter in place you know you don't have that person to uh that person you got to escape at the moment but um would you what would you say is a healthy outlet that works for you when it comes to you being able to find that alone time when you like when you're talking to somebody i'm sure you talk to somebody but do you feel like because you don't physically be around that person what, what do you feel like is a healthy outlet for you um I mean, I'm not really talking to anybody, but uh, I can use me and my roommate as an example because we live together. And I feel like that would be better because I don't really see anybody, especially now. So it's not like I have to escape them. You know, I just don't talk to them or I don't answer the call or they get blocked, you know. Like, it's real, real simple because I don't see them. But uh, as far as me and my roommate, we don't have issues. We don't clash, but... Um, you know, if we need our outlet, then just, I guess, just let each other know, like, if we need to, the room or something, like, if we need to go in the living room, you know, like, hey, I'll, I'll be in the living room today, mm-hmm. or just, I just communication. Communication, there we go. Yeah, communication is key in everything. It's, a, it's needed for any successful relationship, platonic or not, you mm-hmm. know. Okay. Definitely need communication. Okay, that's 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 good. So I mean, you basically saying you don't necessarily have to go outside of your doors in order for you to have that outlet. You you could just be able to just kind of go in your room and close the door, and I feel like that's enough outlet for you. Is what you're saying? Yeah, for me, or you know, some people I know they go in their cars. Um, car time is like a long time, or they'll go around and just drive around. You know, a lot of my friends just go get coffee and come back. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee you is, know, man. <laughs> <laughs> to each his own, but you know, my people, we love coffee. So, you know, okay. go jump in a car and go get some coffee, come back, you know, drive around a little bit if you need to, sit in the car, watch party, listen to some music. You know, it, it'll definitely bring you down. Cry if you need to. You know, I had a couple of them times where you cried in the car myself. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> having a big cry fest in the car. Okay. 
that, that those those are good tips. I hope hope y'all taking notes. Uh, yeah, I would I would throw in that um from from a man's point, <laughs> I would think uh, what works for me. Like I say, I show to myself into the room, and I won't say shelter. I just kind of close the door and be in my own world. You know, watching TV. It's probably the most times I watch TV because if you know me, I always had two or three jobs. Um, I still got the lawn care business going, the landscaping business going, but as we go into winter, I'm not sure if I'm uh you know jump into that field yet with this being my first year in business excuse me but um definitely i just kind of sit down read a book um watch tv i watch a lot of tv shows i could probably binge watch a tv show in one i don't say one day but you know you lose track of time before you know it you look up it's time to go to bed but that's that's pretty much you know i don't i, I, I have a question for you go ahead go ahead so, do you consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert? Because <laughs> I feel like that has a lot to do with how people are, you know, dealing with these things right now. I, I consider myself an uh, introvert. And First, do you know, like, the definition of an introvert and extrovert? I mean, I, I, a shy person? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, man, no. An introvert is someone who you know, gains their energy from, you know, being secluded, having their alone time. An extrovert, you know, kind of gets their their energy from social events, you know, like they're they're amped up. I mean, I would say I'm both. I'm both because it's, I would say I'm coming out of, and I guess we're going by the Western standpoint. I always just looked at myself as being shy. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm an introvert. No, <laughs> I'm an introvert. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm shy, but I think now I am becoming to, I am becoming to, uh, to an extrovert because I do surround myself around with more people who are like-minded people who have that you know positive energy but at the same time I I like to be alone but I think I want to step outside of my comfort zone I think I'm becoming the person who is more so like I want to step out of my comfort zone and I want to be comfortable with becoming uncomfortable you know, I want to be able to be around people who I don't normally be around. And the way I do that is just kind of, you know, just stay around what we call, we call our group of friends Migos. It's uh, engaged and married couples. We, we all just take turns hosting events. Um, and we kind of just have a good time, you know, um, have a few drinks, play a few games. Just bond, I think, is very important to have like-minded couples around so you kind of can necessarily not necessarily be a reference or you know see them as a reference but you just kind of can see how other people communicate you know because sometimes where I uh see how one of my my guys and his wife communicate and I'd be like man me and my wife don't communicate that way and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just like we are able to freely kind of go and leave as we we want you know but at the same time we got that respect where it's like look we don't necessarily have to always go out and kick it but with me, I think I have, to answer the question, I think I have grown to become an extrovert, but I am, by heart, an introvert. So I guess you have to really get to know me in order for me to, in order for you to see that extrovert side. But I mean, man, you put me on the spot. I'm thinking like, man, am I an introvert? Am I an extrovert? Because I have you to really what? think now about it. Now that I'm thinking about it, there is one uh, in the middle. I think it's called ambivert, but... Teach me, sure. <laughs> say, teach me something. Say, teach me something. My guy Corey, he's the the uh, 
the psychological person. He the one that could break it all down, you know. So I'll maybe follow up with him and see what that's about. But uh, yeah, like I said, if I'm if there's something in the middle, I'm definitely in that middle. <laughs> I'm, I'm on both sides of it. So um, so just to break down with the rest of the the topic of this t- podcast, this is my confusing part. Is um, and I say women not to be sexist, but I mean it's very few men that can um, <laughs> that can feel this way. But it's like I feel like women can be very contradicting you know it's like you want a man to occupy that time and space but the moment you want to be alone and they go occupy somebody else's time and i know it's certainly got to be uh, um uh opposite sex or anything like that it could just be like going to chill with the guys why is it that you know y'all kind of get irritated when a guy decide when that guy or you know in this situation boyfriend whatever he go occupied another time when y'all want y'all space to yourself. And this is where, I mean, this is where that distance and disturbance come into play. Cause it's like, that's contradicting. It's like, you want, you want me around, but you don't want me around. So can you explain that to me from a female standpoint? I got you. I got you. I got my notes down and everything. Oh man, you came ready. ready. (laughs) All right. So, um, I feel like to start, um, you gotta know your woman. You know, like, you know who you mess with, you don't think you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you really got to pay attention. I think you're one of those people, too, who really uh, pays attention to those small details of a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's usually small things for us that make the biggest difference. You know, big things you, we don't, we kind of just deal with, but the small things we feel like we can't, you know, kind of manipulate that, that result. You feel me? Okay. But, um, I know personally just just having like a friendship with you sometimes you say the wrong stuff oh man don't call me out (laughs) i'm like oh my god (laughs) really (laughs) no man no sometimes you do just say the wrong stuff and it's always at the wrong time it's like y'all have have the best timing at the worst time like how do you say the the worst stuff at the worst time and it's always at the worst time it's never at a, like the time where i'm okay you know not going through emotionally it's always when i'm already stressed already mm. stressed like sh- just pull like really really thin emotionally that y'all just throw some weird stuff out there and you know now i gotta deal with this i don't even know how to feel about this and you just go off and you so okay I'm taking yeah, notes I mean, myself, so pick a better time write it to down, write it down. <laughs> I know timing is everything, but I mean it's like at the same time, for my women, yeah. do you I feel like that a woman could communicate that. Like to me, I'm I'm, I'm one of the people that's like at the same time I'm straightforward, but it's it's like halfway because it's like you could say you could be straightforward and direct with me, and I might be like, man, why you? I feel this type of way when you say that, you know. But it's like I think yeah. when it comes to communicating saying that hey i had a really long day i don't think it's the best time to have this type of conversation to me i could probably get that but i'm confusing because i could get that at a certain time because it might be a time i really want to talk <laughs> i really want to get it off my chest and you're like look i don't want to talk about this right now i'm like wait what you mean we got to talk about this so i mean i guess from both sides it could be contradictive but i i guess you know hearing that side i guess it is important to take an effect uh, taking account that um, you know y'all could be going through something and we may not see it, you know, because I think women can sometimes have their emotions a little bit better than men, you know, because y'all y'all try to smile through everything, 
and um, mm-hmm. me and we just kind of like try to push to the side. But I'm not like that. I know I can't have my emotions. I can't have my my um, how I'm feeling very well because I I, I kind of wanted to be known. You know, I, I think <laughs> I wanted to be known that um, that I'm going through something. I wanted to be known that I need to talk. So I mean, yeah. I appreciate that coming from. Um, oh, the woman's side, you know, hearing that. So, is the the other question is, do you do you feel like um, that discomfort can create a dis a delusion, a delusion, a delusion that um, you're good? Like, do you feel like that you can become like so uncomfortable to the point that you just feel like, oh, I'm I'm okay with this? So it's like you're so used to somebody lying to you, you're so used to somebody cheating, you're so used to you just used to the bad that you think in your mind is okay and it's like that ties ties into this only because like if you're in a relationship with somebody and you feel like that um you know you're going through something and you don't you're not really good with expressing your emotions expressing how you feel and you just think it's okay so when somebody call you out and be like hey are you good you get irritated you know because i think if you correct me if i'm wrong if you feeling you feeling not like yourself, you're having a bad day, and somebody say, "Hey, how how, how are you feeling?" You be like, "I'm good," but we know you as a person. We like, "Nah, you ain't good." We like, "You sure you good? You good? You sure?" Why why is it that women get mad when a guy is trying to comfort them and ask them, "Hey, are you good?" Like, why is it that that is an upsetting point if we just trying to make sure y'all good? Okay, uh, well from the top. I'll, I'll go over my points that I already uh, talked about just for the notes. You can't Number ready, one. boy. You can't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, you got to know your woman. You you have to know your woman. If you don't, then you need to start. And how long do you to... think that takes to know your to know your woman when you say that? Like, you think that that's something that builds over the time or over the years, over the months, over the weeks? Like, is that something you should Definitely. know? I mean, prior to marriage or something you should know during marriage or oh, just something you learn oh, over time definitely definitely prior to marriage like if you marriage you there's no out in marriage you know when you're dating you have a choice um like uh, a lot of people hide a few months like who they really are and then when you get to the real nitty-gritty in a few months like after you know like five months or whatever a year in then you really get to know that person and you get to see their true colors. I know for women, at least, or I don't know, maybe men too, you know, like we try to be our best up front and then over the course of the months, you know. Wearing that mask, wearing that mask. That's why I say wearing that mask. You, you know, the bonnet come on, you answer FaceTime, the bonnet on, the nails not done, you know, you relax. And so that, that person, the relaxed person, the real true person comes out in a few months. So, um, it definitely, you know, will not be done in a month or so. Like, it takes time. And it's just, you know, relationship is work, so you have to work towards it. And uh, definitely communication. And I feel like you would have to know yourself before anyone else can know you. Because if you don't know yourself, then how can you expect anyone else to know you? Break that down. What do you mean by know yourself? Oh, know yourself. I'm doing something... Uh, shut up. <laughs> I just want to know. Been doing a lot of self work, you know, this year. So I've uh, been doing a lot of self dating, self getting to know like what ticks me off, what 
I like, what I don't like, you know, um, my preferred communication type and, and things of that nature. Self, um, I'm sorry, self-dating. I, 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 don't, I don't think I've ever heard of that. You know, you always <laughs> say some stuff and I hear some stuff that I, I, I'm, a, I'm the type of person to ask, ask questions. So what do you mean by self-dating? How do you date yourself? You date yourself by spending time with yourself. Um, so a lot of people, you know, like go out on dates, they go to restaurants, they go to, you know, to the beach, the movies. And some people, it was very like the minority, I would say, of, of society right now would say, mm. oh, I go alone. You know, like, oh, you can't go alone. You know, you can't do this alone. Okay. Go alone. Okay, so like, take yourself out on a date far as going to see a movie by yourself, going to dinner by yourself. Okay, that makes sense now. You say self-date, and I'm like, okay, how does the chivalry happen? Do you open your own door? <laughs> I was just <laughs> Do you open your own door, get out the car? <laughs> oh, men are so wild. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That, that no. was just like, you said yeah, self-date. take yourself out to okay. dinner, take yourself out to a movie, have something at home, do a sipping and whatever at home, you Sick know, pain or something. Okay. Make, make yourself, make yourself feel pretty, you know, get your nails done, get your hair done, you know, okay. read a book, you know, do, do stuff for yourself. Okay. Um, self-love, self-love. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that that's okay. That's that makes sense because I you said self dating. I'm just like I don't know if that's is that healthy for a person Stop. to be all trying Stop to date themselves, not thinking Stop they don't need right nobody. Now. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that that makes sense. All right. So with 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 dealing with that self love, do you think um it took you to forgive uh the last person who hurt you? And I mean, I'm talking about like restoration reconciliation like you think that you needed that in a relationship for you to go into the point where you could start loving yourself like at any point in a relationship that you have had have you blamed yourself for what went on in that relationship most definitely and i I feel like a lot of people do this but it doesn't take me long to forgive a person because i can't control them their actions so i kind of like justify it as you know well, I could have did better in, you know, just do, like, protecting myself. So it's, it's basically not on them, it's on me. And me, uh, I didn't really have to forgive that person. I had to forgive myself for, you know, those years that I was with him and what I allowed to go on in a relationship. And then, two, what happened in my prior relationships as well. So... Um, because it's all a pattern and once you figure out that pattern and you work on it you know everything becomes enlightened so Mm -hmm. um, definitely had to forgive myself for allowing those things to happen and you know as I go through life right now just pinpointing those starting points of the cycle and dealing with that um, has been a turning point for me this year Mm -hmm. so okay Okay. yeah a lot of stuff a lot of stuff well, I think it's important but, that you forgave yourself and um, you forgave that person, you know, because a lot of times you can hinder yourself from a lot of different, like you in so much hurt and pain that you block yourself from a blessing that God is putting you toward, you know, he has somebody that maybe your soul may walk past you, but you're so hurt and distracted that you miss out on that because you like, look, I think I need to work on myself I need to start loving myself so at this point do you feel like um 
you you are past that? Do you feel like you have you got all that hurt out the way? You got all that unforgiveness out the way. So at this point now, not speaking on like at this current moment, but I'm saying like within going into this new 2021 year, do you feel like that you would be ready to step back out into the dating game? And if Mr. Right or Mr. Okay came out and, you know, maybe walked your way, would you be able to accept that or you still feel like you're working on yourself? <clears throat> I feel like I'm, I'm in a better position now to start dating again than I was, you know, this year when I was already officially single, but not mentally single, you know? Mm-hmm. But there's definitely a lot more that I have to deal with, go through, and, you know, kind of just it's to say you know in in layman's terms it has to be dealt with before Mm -hmm. I am comfortable with you know putting myself in a position to be married and I know a lot of people don't date to be married but that's you know my desire is to be married one day so I'm not dating to just Mm -hmm. be out here and date or whatever Mm -hmm. so when I do get back out in a dating game I will be dating for marriage and you know this all other stuff can move around. All right, y'all. Y'all, y'all here. She'll be ready in 2021. 2021 going to be her year. <laughs> it's going to be her year. But, uh, 2022, man, I'm going to have a ring then. But, dang. Um, I mean, I, I would say, me, I, when I when I start dating, I don't, um, I think it's important. Another another thing that's really important is um, when I met my wife, I don't, I, I had no intentions to, uh, to actually marry her you know it was actually one of those i was blocking myself from her she was blocking herself from me and that's only because we got out got out of a got already got out of a hurt hurtful relationship so we had no intentions of, of actually dating <laughs> you know it was kind of like, like oh, mad. yeah yeah, yeah okay. for a while so it was kind of <laughs> like once we, we got, got to Hey, look, we we was we was we was good, you know, we was behaving, <laughs> but we we never had no intentions on getting married. So I mean, it's also important to you know not not stop dating once you get into a marriage, once you get into that deep relationship, because dating I think it just keeps things going, it just keeps that uh, excitement going because you always feel like you got something to look forward to. So I mean, as we wrap things up, um, what is what is one thing that you what what is a a lesson or advice would you leave with the listeners today? One thing that you can leave with somebody that you feel will help somebody right now. As far as distance or disturbing. As far as just this entire in Yeah, the entire segment, you know, just something that you would leave that you feel will help somebody. Pertaining to this, um, of course. <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah, I'm gonna go all into something different now. Um, I would, I would definitely say that if you aren't already in a relationship or you're seeking a relationship, then you definitely need to be comfortable in being single. If you're not comfortable in being single, you should not be in a relationship or be looking for a relationship. Period. Mm. Mm. There we go. <laughs> that way. Period with the uh, capital T T at the end. <laughs> period, period, because any person that you allow in your life at that point, you know, has to be extravagant, has to be, you know, put together, and will treat you right. You're not settling for less, so you won't be unhappy because you're allowing them in your life because you're already okay by yourself. You know. 
Okay. We appreciate it. We appreciate all of those nuggets you've been giving in. I hope y'all was taking notes. Um, few few nuggets I give myself is um, pick your battles. Not everything is meant to be expound on. And if you do decide to discuss it, make sure it's the right time. And that just means don't discuss it when you heat it, when you already upset. Make sure it's at a calm setting. And also don't pick it when y'all just having dinner. <laughs> like It just has to be a time. So just schedule that time because that's very important. And uh, number two, don't go to bed angry. You know, as the Bible say, don't let the sun go down on your raft. And that, that means at least at some point come to an agreement or understanding that, okay, I know we had this this bad disagreement, but um, let's get through this. Let's work through this. And um, last thing that I actually just start learning is make a list of your expectations of one another. So have the the wife, the husband, the girlfriend, the boyfriend, the whatever that person is to you, y'all together, once it's get to that exclusive point, write down some expectations that y'all expect of one another so y'all can separate delusion from reality. You know, like something that's really going on. So it's like when a person say, I expect to have six kids. No, if that ain't in your plan, now you need to do some rethinking. So I think it's really important for you to make that list. But I really appreciate you taking this time out your day, Kalia. Uh, it mean a lot for you to be able to hop on this uh, this segment, this podcast. So once again, enjoy the rest of your nights. And yeah, we're going to keep it 100. And thank you to all the listeners, the viewers, the subscribers. We're going into a new year. I wish all of you the best. Stay safe. Um, and 2021 going to be a better year than 2020. I speak that into existence. It's going to be marriage, more marriages, more relationships less divorce, less violence, and it's going to be a good year. So tune in to the next episode. We are out.